SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. 21 minutes after 10. Remember, you are more than welcome to call in and interact with us on all the topics uh, that we are discussing and other things that are on your mind on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Now, the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor has uh, sadly found that South Africa has one of the highest business startup failure rates in the world. And according to this report, um, we are ranked 49th out of 54 countries. Mm, what a low, low, low number that we are ranked at. How should we interpret this as South Africans? Where would we be, you know, going wrong as entrepreneurs? Is it perhaps an issue of skills or are there other elements that are causing our startup uh, businesses to uh, hemorrhage very quickly? We are joined by Dr. Anja Hargata, who's uh, the head of the Stadio School of Commerce. Dr. Hargata, good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning, Patricia and the listeners. How do we find ourselves ranking 49th out of 54 countries when it comes to the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor? Patricia, I think um, there is a specific reason that might be historic to the South African context um, in that I think the the, um, equality is, um, if you look at um, how... um, how individuals have um, been disadvantaged in the past and how we overcoming these challenges might play a big role in it. Um, and then the other thing I think that um, other countries do quite well is to bring in um, education around entrepreneurship very early on um, in primary school even and encouraging um, students to you know, try try to set up small businesses outside their home um, and selling lemonade, to, to use a, a funny example. Um, so I think those are the two things that I can see. So the, the foundation would be to start off in our basic education by giving entrepreneurial skills and, and uh, confidence in that field. But how do we do that? I think it's it's um, giving confidence is, is a very good point that you're making, Patricia, because I think a lot of young um, children are growing up in an environment where it is difficult to be confident. So I think it's creating an environment for them that, that they can feel confident and they can feel stable and they can feel that they um, could be successful. That would be very important in a school. You know, there's one thing I remember, and I think uh, times are changing, but most of the time uh, growing up, you'd be told, you'd be asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, not what do you want to create when you grow up, not what do you want to start up when you grow up. So perhaps even in the family front and in communities, should we also be changing the language so that we can empower young people to start thinking um, along the lines of creating, uh, finding gaps, finding solutions, as opposed to finding a job, getting into a career yes that that's definitely true Patricia that's an important point and um, there are reports um, about entrepreneurship besides the global entrepreneurship monitor that has spoken to um, entrepreneurs and interestingly there is a drive to create things there is a drive to have a positive impact on society but there's also 50% of entrepreneurs that saying they need to earn a living. So it's, I think, bridging that gap and finding that balance. 
Dr. Hargata, um, what can entrepreneurs do? I mean, uh, times are tough economically, uh, but when there's a challenge, there's always an opportunity. And we've seen with COVID-19, other businesses closed, um, but others started, new businesses started in COVID-19, in the pandemic. So what what is it that entrepreneurs should be doing right now, especially when they're feeling like their startup is is really at a shaky ground? Now, I think one of the things that is important is to add skills. And um, like you're saying, if, if somebody is willing and, and able to create something new, having an idea is the first uh, port of call, but it's not enough. So um, how can somebody that has an intrinsic drive and really is self-motivated and doesn't need much um, appreciation by somebody else that is a strong person in themselves and um, create something new, that's great, but they also need skills. They also need to understand um, what are the administrative skills, what are the marketing skills, uh, what, what do they need to know about cash flows and about funding the business, can they set up a business plan and and ideally, they need to have the drive to do it themselves. I've seen often that somebody else is writing the business plan for you. Then that's not going to work. So I think that that's the skills that um, that entrepreneurs need to really add to the to their business. So that means then entrepreneurs should be skilled on all facets of a business. I mean, a business plan encompasses so much in a business from marketing to finances to projections, you know, to research. So if an entrepreneur just has an idea um, of a service or a product that they want to bring to market, but they don't know these facets of business, clearly this could be their downfall. It could definitely be their downfall. And I think it becomes difficult to find somebody that has the intrinsic drive, right, and, and has the um, emotional um, maturity and is out there to speak to networks, to speak to um, competitors, to speak to potential clients. But at the same time, they also need to have this other skill that they need to be detail-oriented and they need to know how to deal with finances. So I think that's where... At the beginning phases of setting up a business, it's quite difficult to fulfill all of these different um, tasks that are quite different. And later on, it's easy enough to bring somebody in to help you. But you know, at the beginning, when you're just about to set up, you need to have quite a big bag of skills there. So is, is there a way that uh, perhaps entrepreneurs who don't have all these skills can uh, upskill themselves without having to lose out on business time because obviously they do business to earn an income and create jobs and, you know, um, bridge gaps in the market? Um, is there a way that they can upskill themselves? Yes, I think um, there is definitely a way to do it um, online. Um, there are many online um, services that that we can find. Um, but where I would say an entrepreneur needs to be careful is that oftentimes um, it is just reading. Um, it's just exposing yourself to the content and that's not enough. You need to actually be able to engage with others, um, to bounce off ideas with other entrepreneurs. It's important to engage on these online courses 
And it's also important that you test um, once you, you know, expose yourself to financials because you need to also be tested on it so that you have a, um, a reason to um, really study it and really be competent on it. Otherwise, you just read it and then, you know, it's just an overflow of information. So it's important that these online courses that somebody would choose, that there's also an assessment linked to it. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Dr. Hargata. I think uh, we need, as South Africans, to ensure that uh, we up our skills and uh, support is given to all our entrepreneurs because that could be the solution to unemployment and uh, also it could help uh, growth uh, in terms of our economy. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. That would be fantastic. It's 10.30 on the dot. Um,